Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Respawn Pod. So I'm starting this new series, and it is called Study Break. Obviously, you guys know I'm getting ready to start nursing school. So the in-between, I'm over here taking classes. I do like learning outside of that. And thankfully, I have some cool people to talk to. Um, I got a cool guest for you guys today, man. One of my boys who walked on football together back at Bowling Green, this man now, <laughs> has his PhD. He is the Assistant Director of Nutrition at LSU. My man, Matt Frakes. What's going on, bro? What's going on, bro? So, yeah, man. So, um, so I'm the Assistant Athletic Director. So, um, it, it's, it's a little bit higher than the, than the previous thing you said. So, uh, yeah, but now I'm the Assistant Athletic Director of Sports Nutrition here at LSU for football. It's amazing, man. It's been a wild month and a half, like literally just a transition because I was only at six months prior to that at Notre Dame. And right. just even what we're implementing in the off season in comparison to what we did as student athletes and what now that they're, have, they're having access to and resources, um, it, it's, it's incredible, man. And we're always pushing the needle and trying to get above in comparison to anybody else in the country. So, yeah, it's, it's amazing, though, bro. It's amazing. Man, that's dope that you say that. It's funny that you say in the past six months, man, because I've been following you on social media ever since, you know, we left college. I think I have this written down, so you can correct me if I'm wrong, but bro, you were at, well, before I met you at Bowling Green, you were at um, Ohio University before taking classes there. Then, yep. obviously at Bowling Green. After that, I know that you were doing some post-grad stuff, Louisiana Lafayette. Um, you got to do some work at the Cardinals with Louisville. Um, you said uh, Notre Dame and LSU, and then you went and got your PhD uh, at the University of Mississippi, man. So you've been everywhere, and that's been since like 2019. Uh, yeah, it, like I said, like bro, it's been wild. 17 was when I left Columbus and didn't look back. That's when I left to go to the University of Mississippi to get my PhD, because uh, you know I'm the first, I'm a first generation graduate at all levels. So, but then after that, it's just been one blessing after another, after another, an opportunity after another. Um, that honestly, like, it's it's almost as if, like, I, I'll just continue to work and then it presents itself. And then I'll finally have em embedded myself with a great staff that encompasses everything that means health and sports performance and in innovates continuously. So I am extremely lucky and blessed to be in the shoes I'm in, that I'm in right now. Yeah, man, that's dope to hear, especially being a first generation, man. That's that's a lot of weight to carry, and you seem to carry it well. I mean, you've always been a strong dude ever since I met you, man. Um, and then even now, look at you. We've been through so much crazy stuff the whole world, I guess, in the past two years, and you seem to make it through and thriving yep. and strive. So that's big. Um, okay, so one of the big things I definitely wanted to talk about, uh, your dissertation uh, for your uh, doctorate, you were talking about uh, nutrition and diagnosing concussions. You said you had a couple yourself. I know I've had a couple myself. I mean, yep. what's going to be the focus here on, on LSU football? Is that something you guys are leaning towards? So, yeah, we actually, we've already changed. Um, and, and sorry if you hear background noise. I'm over here in the weight room now. My office is in the weight room. No, so, you're good, man. Yeah, man. That's big. So, um, but so we've already changed and kind of challenged our protocols and procedures of how we go about concussion recovery. So just even the supplementation we implement. Um, has been one major change and the timing of that supplementation has been one major change. So, uh, and that's just from a nutrition intervention perspective. So that's one thing. And then also how we encompass in our communication uh, with strength conditioning, athletic training, sports medicine, uh, the sports physician, and also uh, the sports dietitian to ensure that the recovery component is there. So we still got some more work to do uh, with that, but yeah, that, that's been one thing that we're looking at. 
um, especially with that being my work. And I want to continue progressing towards that. So I'll probably potentially want to partner and, and work with other universities. Um, and, and, but we'll see. But we also have a strong component of our um, sports science research associate position here for that. And also our director of performance innovation, Jack Marucci, and then our sports science research associate, um, Nathan Lamone, that is going to end up um, progressing us and providing us with other ideas that we can end up doing to hopefully work towards that. And everything else that performance nutrition is missing that we can potentially uh, research or bring innovative components to our program. So um, we will do that, but it's going to be a lot more than just even just a concussion support and recovery. Like that's where I started at. But man, it's just so much that we can do that still needs to be answered or at least work towards getting the answer. I mean, I guess that's a good thing too, man. You're always looking to improve. I mean, you want to set a standard every time and make sure that all the bullets are hit, but there's always more bullets to hit. So um, that's cool to hear, man. It's also cool to hear your weight room. I was literally just thinking about it. Uh, I don't know if you could think back to the BG days. Obviously, I didn't play that long, but from those first workouts, even like when we had to do, um, I don't know if you remember, they were giving like, we had to do like the heaviest squats we can do, the heaviest benches we can do. And it was different because like I'm used to like doing one rep maxes and everything like that, but they wanted to see how many reps you could do at this weight. I just remember us doing bench press. I'm like, okay, here's Frakes. And I'm like, all right, we're going back and forth. And this dude threw on like 275 pounds. And I was like, man, I could probably get this like twice. You got on there, man, pumped it out like 10 different times, man. <laughs> one of the strongest guys I know. Unreal. Bro, um, I, I still talk to Coach Kilman to this day, too. Yeah, man, where's he at? So I know that he was at Bowling Green and then he went over to Michigan after that, right? Yeah, he was at Michigan and then he went to um after Michigan was University of Illinois. And after Illinois, he went to the administrator administration role. So now he trains the future uh sports performance coaches and also he's in uh more of a higher up leadership role at Iowa State university man that's dope talk about growth man yeah i remember those workouts being some of the worst of my life man talk about an eye opener um anyway back to the nutrition thing man i've like i said i've been following a lot of different projects you've been doing which i really really uh find insightful um one of my other questions was talking about like kids and nutrition i mean i think back to yeah. when i was in school and what lunches looked like then um what is a one of the biggest concerns that you have with kids and their food today and then yep. be like what would be something that you're looking to implement like i saw uh just recently i mean i don't know if it's gonna pass in new york city they were talking about having like a vegan day for kids like what are your thoughts on stuff like that yeah that so that's it, it, it's it's been like different scenarios and settings so that's also going to pose some challenges to depend on the demographic and the socioeconomic class that that person comes from that's going to pose a lot of challenges man um and especially like how they're going to meet their adequate nutrition and calorie needs in order to perform the tasks that we are demanding of them as athletes um mm -hmm. so that's definitely going to pose some risk that's going to pose some probably some uh increased chances of injury if they don't eat enough because you know it's, it's going to be different to where they, yeah, they're getting their plant-based diet in, which is always phenomenal. It's great. But then also, if those kids aren't used to eating in that fashion, and then you try to just have a 
have a severe switch like that, they potentially may reduce the amount of food that they typically consume, um, which then puts the body under more stress to where now it's going to be more prone to having injuries like stress fractures, stress reactions, and things of that nature um, because of the increased, again, increased stress load that's on the body and not able to compensate um, by having adequate calories and, and nutrients needed in order to perform the task. So um, that's one thing that I do worry about. But as far as here, obviously, you know, in the college setting and also in like professional setting, you have a little bit more freedom. Um, and then also yeah. like what you do day to day, so they're not going to take that away. I see that. I don't see that ever being a complication or being a, a challenge because of the simple fact of it's more so now on the resource you have it, ability to be being able to educate those individuals on how to consume the, the food around them uh, and time it the, the proper way. So um, mm. that's one thing as far as for the kids standpoint, that may be a challenge until you get up to uh, your collegiate and professional careers where then it's just more so properly educating them. But hopefully they, hopefully there's some more education around for the school-aged children to ensure that they are understanding um, what to consume on those days and they give them some flexibility that if they're not vegan, like let them eat some meat <laughs> because this right. even the fact that we're going about that, you can arguably say as far as the evidence that's behind it, actually. Um, and there's a, and there's a solid resource out there um, that, that provides a lot of evidence-based research from um, what you call it uh, from everything that's provided from even the plant-based, from vegan, from vegetarian, from those different diets, and then also from the other meats as well. That's providing also the benefits of it and also the agri agricultural practices around it too called the sacred cow. Um, so that's one thing too. And that's not coming from a biased perspective. It's coming from, okay, what is the evidence? Um, not providing what is subjectively seen from he say, she say, but what is the true research showing? Um, so hopefully they provide that education for those and break it down to a point to where they can understand. Man, that's big that you even say that because it goes, I think, even past, you know, or even in a deeper way, a little bit more simpler and in a different setting. You talk about education and you talk about evidence. And again, you, you try to stay um, as unbiased as you can. Uh, obviously, I'm in the fitness world, um, personal training and everything like that. And obviously, with all the information or access to information that people can get to, everybody's their own fitness expert, right? Like, mm -hmm. no matter what it is, like if it's plant-based, they know everything about plant-based and then they might not even be getting the correct information. Um, so just kind of switching gears on you, um, obviously you've been through a lot of different, um, different roles, especially when it comes to like getting that information, getting that evidence. Uh, how do you feel about, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to put them down and like, start controversy here, but it is what it is. Like these diets that people go through, um, yep. your keto diet, your, your paleo diet. And, and honestly, in my mind, especially with the pandemic going on, you know, a lot of people put on weight. A lot of people started building unhealthy habits, or maybe they just had unhealthy habits that really, you know, showed through. So I think right now, I think it's imperative that people start working their way back into some kind of fitness, but you can't outwork a bad diet. So what, what, again, what are your thoughts on, you know, these diets today? Um, and then as somebody, I'll even take myself as somebody who I, I don't like to give too much information out about nutrition because I'm not certified in that. You know what I mean? Like I, I know how to come up with workout programs. 
I know this and that. I can give you basic stuff about nutrition, but like somebody like you, I feel like that would be a role that you would be more serviced in than somebody like me. So when it comes to, again, those um, diets, how do you feel about that? And then what would be some simple information that people can get that would carry them through like starting a fitness journey? So I would say, so the first part to that is that to be truthful with you, diets can serve short term to jumpstart a great habit. So, um, and even no matter what, depending on what it is, it forces an individual to change their dietary habits from one way to another. It, it can be from a complete switch over to where they eat more processed foods, uh, sorry, more processed, high calorie junk food, if you will, that has a lot of high, uh, uh, high amounts of added sugar in there to where now they have switched over to eating more of a nutrient dense uh, fashion of food to where now they're eating more fruits and vegetables or they're eating more lean proteins and things of that. So it can be great of doing that no matter what, because across the board, they are um, the, the, the most common denominator amongst all those diets is going to be that they're changing the profile of the food they're consuming. And also they're consuming a lot less calories than what they typically would not being on that diet. So going lead into the next direction, now that's just a simple thing of if you want to really want to jump start, you need to look at your habits as far as what causes you to, to, to eat certain foods that you crave, recognizing those time frames, and then working towards a plan to change those actions of choosing those foods during those certain time frames, such as I only eat ice cream late at night after I get off work because I'm super stressed and I just need some of that dessert, stuff like that. Or I'm drinking a glass of wine every single night because I'm severely stressed. So I, I need to go towards a glass of wine, which turns into a bottle of wine. So it's certain ha little habits like that that needs to get situated and changed. The other thing is, is going now back to those selections of food that you have exposed around you, changing around your environment, the types of foods and having those lean proteins, fresh fruits and vegetables, um, or they can be frozen, if you will, and ensuring that your meals, the majority of your meals incorporate that in some fashion. Your plate is adequately balanced, having those lean proteins of steak, um, chicken, salmon, tuna. Um, beans as well, having that adequate plate of that, having a nice size of fresh fruits and vegetables or cooked fruits and vegetables on that plate. And then having, when you're doing your grain options, doing things like brown rice, white rice around the times that you're having activity or having whole grain breads, cereals and all that stuff around. But the majority of your plate is fresh fruits and vegetables and lean protein. Damn. That's big. I mean, again, simple things, right? Like people get, need to change their environment. I know what I had to do, especially for the first time um, when I was going through my like fitness journey and trying to figure out, you know, what's going to work for me. And you're right. Like, especially like when it comes to like drinking wine when stressed or just finding feeling when it comes to like having these certain foods. Um, it's funny. I actually ended up hiring a nutrition, my, nutritionist myself because I know like as far as holding myself accountable, I needed that extra step. And the cool thing he did with me was he was like, uh, he was like, look, man, he, he's not a big football for person, but he kind of understands the lingo. So he said, listen, like changing your environment is big and it could be just some silly things. Like, you know, you just, you're on the offensive line, you see somebody coming up to blitz, 
you call it out. So like, if I, even if I'm walking in the house somewhere and I see chocolates on the table, I call it out. Hey, that's chocolates. Cool. It's in my mind to know that it's there. And then at that point, I have a choice to make. You know, yep. I'm going to eat this chocolate. What's going to happen after that? Um, and, and then you're right again, man. I think we're, well, I feel at least people get lost. And I know that I, I could be a, um, a person who used to do this a lot is, again, you dig into all this information and you got all this information in front of you. Like, yeah, I know everything about what I'm doing. So it's okay if I drink this wine and make it this bottle of wine because it has grapes, this and that. Like, nah, time out. Or like, hey, like I, I got all my macros in for today, but it could be not nutrient rich at all. Like maybe it just starts with something a little bit more simple. Um, yep. Also, fat, I don't know how you feel about it, but I've been a big fan of just tracking stuff. I mean, I know you don't have to do too much when it comes to tracking stuff, but at least then I know exactly what I ate. Or, you know, you don't have to track the calorie down to the single number. But, you know, if I know that, like, okay, this is what my day looks like, then I can adjust off of that. For sure. No, seriously. Like, the, like the tracking is definitely one method that you can utilize, and everyone has to do what's best for them. Right. You have to do what's best for you. You take the information, you take the evidence, and you make a decision that's best for you. And that's one way to get you the progression that you need to see in order to make your health and your lifestyle outcomes a lot better. Then, bro, by all means, change and do that. If tracking is good for you, tracking is good for you for sure. Right. I feel that. Um, all right. So, one, bro, it's getting ready to be Super Bowl day on Sunday, man. Those Bengals are getting ready to go to the Super Bowl. How are we feeling about that? First of all, I've been waiting for this moment for 32 years. <laughs> so I just, just seeing my childhood team and making it in my lifetime is insane. Right. and never thought I'd be able to see it. So um, now I'm planning on this is that those ticket prices are outrageous. So yeah, they are. I'm not going to go because I got to, you know, you got to travel, eat, sure. pay for all that. So I was like, right. yeah. Nah, can't make it. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna enjoy the game. I'm gonna watch them and root them on. I'm gonna say who they all day long. Man. While enjoying some adult beverages and, <laughs> and 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 going about it. So I'm feeling real good. It's just a, it's just amazing to see, man. One day I, I wish I was able to do for my dad passed was be able to take him to this game, but didn't get the opportunity. So, um, so yeah, bro. So it's amazing though. That's cool, man. And I, I honestly, um, I think it's really cool that you're at LSU from where Mojo Burrow came from. So I'm sure it's still hyped down there. You're probably getting all the vibes, even though you're not in Ohio. Full circle moment, bro. It's insane. It's a full circle moment. That's so wild. That There's there's four players from here from LSU on that team. That's that's leading members of the team. That right. Our are, are role, are role players. So it's just like, it's, it's just crazy to see now that I'm at this university that pushes out phenomenal talent and phenomenal individuals to play at the next level so man heard that bro i am excited uh, obviously i'm a cowboys fan but i've been an honorary Bengals fan this entire playoffs man this is some of the best football i've ever seen <laughs> for sure so, it's only right that went right all right i uh, got one more thing for you man so i've been really big into trivia uh as of late and so if I'm not at Trivia Night every Tuesday, I'm watching Jeopardy. And so yesterday, yeah. actually, they had uh, the – it's the college nationals. So a whole bunch of college students um, asking or answering trivia questions, obviously. I just got three of them for you. I'm hoping that you can answer them. If not, it's all good. 
Um, but they pertain to all the schools that you've been to. So that's at least the smallest hit. You got like a one out of seven chance every single time. Yep. You ready for this, man? I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, Let's go. Question number one. Making it easy. Who are the names of Bowling Green's mascots? Haha, <laughs> Freddie and Frida Falcon. Correct. Easy. Easy, easy, easy. All right, it's going to get a little bit harder for you. In Ohio, what is the oldest collegiate university to come out? So which one was founded first out of all the colleges in Ohio? Uh, is it Central State or Wittenberg? Those are great guesses. But the oldest collegiate university in Ohio, Ohio University, 1804. Is it? Good try, though. Yeah, bro. I was surprised, too. Like, we were like, yeah, man, we know that. Like, we really try to, like, guess all the colleges, and it happened to be OU. That's uh, right. And you, I, and you told me it was one out of seven also, and I still got it wrong. It, it's all good, bro. It's all good. <laughs> uh, all right, last question, last question. And this one, I will let you ballpark it. And so you have to just get plus or minus five. That's the number, okay? All right. So the question is, how many national titles does LSU have across all of their sports? So not just football, but across all their sports, plus or minus five, how many national titles does LSU have? Plus five. Plus five. Right, so you're saying it's more than five, and five's your number? Yeah, plus five. Plus five. I'm going to give you, I'm gonna give you a hint, and I'm going to say you're going to go higher. So again, if five's your number, that means less than five or more than five. But I'm going to say it's more than that. It's more than five? More than five across all their sports. So including track, including and, and men's and women's. So all of them together. National titles. All right. So I'm going to say the exact number is, okay. going to have, is probably going to be around. What I want to say is like nine or ten. Nine or ten? Okay. A little bit better. So, and this is just what I got from the website, all right? So, the LSU has won a total, and I, the reason I gave you that uh, buffer was because some of them are NCAA-sponsored national titles, and I think there are some before then. But they have a total between all their, all of their, um, excuse me, all of their sports, 47. 47 national championships, yeah. 43 of them were NCAA-sponsored titles. That's so, wild. Yeah, man, it oh good school, goodness. man. Well, yeah, good yep, school. I came to the right spot. <laughs> right. Right, <laughs> man. Well, man, I really appreciate you coming on. Um, hopefully, um, well, one, it was just great talking to you again, man. I know it's been so long, especially since everything happened, man. Like I said, it's good hearing your voice. You're always a, a bright smile in the room. Always love the energy, and it's so cool to see, you know, starting from where you started. And seeing what kind of impact you're having on people, especially at a place like LSU. So I can't wait to appreciate see what, you, man. yeah, man, I can't wait to see what's next for you. And uh, yeah, bro, I appreciate you coming on. Thank you, brother. We'll talk soon, man. I appreciate you, man. Stay blessed and keep up the great work you're doing. I'm looking forward to seeing you graduate and get done with nursing school. Thanks, man. In time, man, it's definitely going to be a grind, but hey, just got to follow what Frank says, man. Put the head down and go. Exactly. <laughs> go Tigers. Go Tigers. All right, guys. I appreciate you guys, appreciate you guys coming on. Um, as always, GGs. Take care. Talk to you guys later.